I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. We are listening to Always, or rather June 30th Always, from Chicago pianist Pat Leary. He released a beautifully improvised album last week titled Volume One. Listening to Leary's new work evokes a wistful sense of curiosity and a welcoming feeling of calm. And I don't know about you, but I picture a beautiful sunny day or a peaceful fog settling onto Lake Michigan. Now, we had a chance to chat with Pat to talk about his latest release. This new album, it's a, it's a collection of improvised songs. Why improvised rather than composed? That's a good question. Um, maybe I'm just lazy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's what comes most naturally to me. Um, it's something I've been doing since I started playing. Kind of an exercise I do every morning before I start playing. I try to engage my heart before I really get into the nitty gritty of doing like scales and all the fundamental things that kind of take away from um, the spirit of the music. Yeah. So I've, that's kind of an exercise I've been doing every morning for the last, I don't know, maybe five years, just improvising completely freely. Yeah. So I guess it kind of stems from that. Maybe. I kind of love that though. And I have to say, none of these tracks actually feel improvised, right? Because they're all so clean. They're, they sound very intentional. So I think maybe it's just a sign of your your mastery of <laughs> Thank this you. instrument. I appreciate that. Um, I will say I can hear some things here and there, but I appreciate you saying that. I'm sure we all do that, right? Yeah, we? yeah, yeah. We're I think I'm my own critics. worst critic. Yeah, exactly. For sure, for sure. Well, I was looking through the track list, and I did think it was curious that you chose to date each song. So I've got to ask you, I'm, I'm talking about songs like January 14th, Billows, or June 24th, Present and With Hope. What's the thinking behind that? Um, the dates are just the dates that I recorded them. Like I said simple. before, yeah, simple. Like I said before, um, I do it every morning as an exercise. So I realized one morning, like I should probably record these. These sound pretty good. Cause I was just kind of playing to the ether, to the birds, um, for a while there. So yeah, that was just the dates that I recorded them on. And I was just going to leave it at that. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I decided a name might be nice too. And this was... During the pandemic, right? Um, I think most of them were during the pandemic, yeah. Like 2021. It's hard to tell, yeah. yeah I, I know, the years are just kind of, <laughs> it's all a blur. Pretty much point. most of them were 2021. I think one of them might have been 2019, 2020-ish. Yeah. But I think the rest of them were 2021-ish. So this kind of gives you a nice little timestamp, too, with, with dating yeah, each song. That's true. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the words, though, in the titles? So, you know, present and with hope, billows. Um, that's a good question. I'm not very good with names. I don't really identify super deeply with names. So I suppose that's kind of where the dates come from. I was just going to date them and be done with it. But then a couple of them I had names for just listening back. Um, there was never any preconception. It was just kind of after playing and then listening. Mm-hmm. I think President with Hope might have been the first one because it just felt very hopeful. It was very short and sweet and um, to the point. And... Um, Yeah, that's just how I felt listening back. Speaking of listening, let's hear another song. This one's called Our Glass.
So there's something I really love about this one. Um, I don't know. It, it feels hypnotic. I feel like the longer I listen to this track, the more I'm just caught in the spell <laughs> that you've sort of taken me down. It took me on this journey and then it ends <laughs> so suddenly. Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, it is a short one for sure. Um, and it is hypnotic. I, it I was actually, waiting for the next note. Yeah. And actually, I was like, okay, he's done. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's interesting because you actually, you got a good ear. You caught up on that. I kind of leave, not to get too much in the weeds, but I kind of ended on like a, I believe it was kind of like a dominant chord. It was a unresolved chord. Um, and the beauty about improvised things is I can be completely present and I don't necessarily have to intellectualize it while it's happening. Yeah. So that's, I don't have a good answer for you why it's um, short or, but I will say the hypnotic stuff, going back to the names, I think I'm, this one might've been one of the first ones I named too, because it's named after Philip Glass. I don't know if you're familiar with Philip Glass, yes. the composer and pianist, but it basically sounds a lot like Philip Glass to me. So I named it Hourglass. And actually, ah. I think my partner came up with Hourglass instead of Hour with an H. Mm-hmm. And so That's his great. music great has words. a very hypnotic quality to it. Um, so when you released the <clears throat> album, you made a post on Instagram. Yes, we've been stalking your okay. Instagram. Yeah. And in the post, you wrote, quote, The world that we occupy is often incredibly overwhelming in its depth of sorrow. However, I find an abundance of light and hope in the ability for humanity to create, connect, enjoy, and free ourselves from the man-made constraints that we often impose on ourselves and one another. You go on to say, I strive for this to be the roots for which, from which my music blossoms. So expand on that thought for us, Pat, because it sounds like you think of music in almost a therapeutic way. And I want to know how that helps you. Playing helps you when it comes to coping with all the stresses of this world. Yeah, that's an understatement. It is the only, I don't know, sometimes I feel like it's the only thing um, maintaining me from being in the ether or, you know, going into space. Kind of tethers me to the world sometimes. Playing piano. Playing piano, indeed. Um, you're right. It is a very healing power for me personally in a really deep and honest sense in my spirit and my heart in particularly that exercise of improvising. I often meditate before I do the improvisations. Yeah. Um, so I kind of follow tenets, like certain things like non-judgment um, of the sound when it arises. Mm, explain that. Have you ever meditated before? Yes. So often they'll tell you not to judge any of the thoughts that arise in your mind and just kind of let them pass and be and not um, grab onto them because yeah. then you're tethered to it. Um, and that's a very similar process with improvisation because if you kind of tether onto something too tightly, might kind of get lost in just mm -hmm. letting the river move past you. Interesting. Um, and so these kind of tenets, I feel like that I apply to impro improvising and um, playing the piano more generally, I try my best to apply to life more generally, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so in that way, it kind of, Playing the piano has helped me form perspective and, yeah, do a lot of emotional healing mm -hmm. and personal understanding of myself, things like that. So this <clears throat> this emotional healing, this meditation, this musical therapy, mm -hmm. if you will, um, is there a difference for you when you're playing improvised versus composed music? Maybe slightly. Um, I, 
I try my best not to differentiate between any music because I play in a lot of different um, groups and styles or whatever you want to call it. Um, like I play with some rock bands and blues. And yeah, maybe it's not quite as emotional and not quite as um, personally, at least. But overall, yeah, I sense. think music generally is a healing force. So I try to kind of apply that to everything. So let's talk about your teaching practice, right? Uh, I've always wanted to learn piano. I think I've talked about this on the show before. Yeah, <laughs> so awesome. listeners are annoyed at me <laughs> at this point. No, but for whatever reason, life just keeps getting in the way, right? And I've, I've said it before, but my dad... He just kept telling me as a kid how much I have these piano fingers, yeah, right? Nice you see them? Fingers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and somehow that made me feel, that went to my head and it made me feel <laughs> like I could be the next Alicia Keys or, yeah. or the next Pat Leary. <laughs> um, are you taking more students? Um, I am indeed. What about yeah. adults? I'm yes. asking for a friend. Oh, I certainly take it. I have plenty of adults. Um, <laughs> I always tell everyone, because actually I'm sure you won't be surprised at this. I hear this all the time. Is it too late for me to start? Mm -hmm. am I, do I have to be five years old? No, not at all. You can be, really? um, some of my students, um, one of them, she's no longer with me. She's my mom's age. She's 64. Um, and she just came back to it after 20, 30 years off. I love that. Another one is in his 50s, I would say. I don't know his exact age. And he just started fresh, brand new. So there's hope. There's plenty of <laughs> there's hope. There's hope for me. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's hope for me. And then I also have six-year-olds, so it's the whole gamut. Yeah. Yeah. Music is for everyone. I love that. So from hope to inspiration, let's talk about music that inspires you specifically. You're classically trained, yet you play in groups that mm -hmm. actually span a lot of different genres. So tell us what music shaped you, whether it be specific artists or a style of music. Oh man, I could sit here and just name names for hours. Um, I'll Glass try not earlier. to. Yeah, of course. Philip Glass. I mean, all the big names. Um, I will say really quickly before I talk about the musical influences, a lot of the influence comes not even from music, just comes from living life, you know, and day to day um, things that we experience, mm -hmm. um, whether it's, you know, things on a global scale, like kind of what I was touching on at the Instagram post or, you know, personal things. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's often where I try to make it arise from because that's often where people connect Musically, really enjoy minimalism in general. Steve Reich. Was listening to on the way here he's a really um, famous classical player he plays a lot of Bach and other stuff too nice um, Bach just flat out is yeah. probably my biggest or my my favorite thing to listen to Also, I play a lot of jazz. I have a trio, too. People that listen to jazz will be familiar with Bill Evans, Herbie Hancock, mm -hmm. Keith Jarrett.
Um, and actually, I will say Keith Jarrett had a lot to do with this process too, because he does completely improvised concerts for like an hour straight. Well, let's hear some more music. This one's from another project of yours, simply titled Trio. Let's listen. This song is called Hoppin', and I think it's properly named because this is a jam. <laughs> You're tapping my toes. Um, yeah. So this is from a performance that you did for WNIJ. Oh. That's a station in DeKalb, Illinois. And uh, I want to hear more about your bandmates for the project. Who are they, and how did this all come together? Yeah, that's another great question. Um, so first of all, I'll just introduce them. We have Jeff Wheaton on bass, a.k.a. The Boulder. Um, we were calling him The Rock for a while, but that's already taken. <laughs> And on drums is Alex Santilli. Um, he's a monster. Boulder and the monster. <laughs> Boulder and the monster, exactly. I don't know what I would call myself. Yeah. I got to think of a name. I have played with Alex in a different group. My friend Hochi, um, he has a band called Party Watcher, who I play um, keys and synthesizer for. Alex um, was playing with us for a while. And a lot of the people that I play with in other bands, we, you know, you just get to talking like, um, what kind of music do you like? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then it's like, oh, let's jam. And then that It happened. felt good. Yeah, it felt good. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell. Going back to this album, it's titled Volume One. Mm-hmm. So that implies to me <laughs> that there's more to come. Definitely. What's your plan for Volume Two or there's Volume Three? Plenty more to come. Can I ask? <laughs> um, kind of, um, as I was talking about earlier, it's a daily process for me to play. Um, I don't necessarily record it every day, but when I'm in the mood, um, I'll do like a couple of months straight where I'll just record um, all the improvisations I do. So that being said, volume two is done already. Um, okay. It's another collection of about seven pieces. I just need to get it mastered. I mean, it's, I shouldn't say it's done. It's compiled and arranged. Because we're just, getting excited here. Yeah, <laughs> I just need to get it um, mastered. And my good friend, Ben Giska, did the beautiful artwork for the first one. So I'm going to get back together with him and do some artwork. It's coming. That's hopefully awesome. 2024. So when can folks see you? See you play? Do you have any shows coming up? Um, I do indeed. Um, I have a handful of shows in November. Um, mostly trio, jazz stuff. Okay. Um, I'm playing at the Mantra Saloon on the 10th. I don't know what that ensemble will be yet. Um, I, I was thinking trio originally, but I think I might mix it up a little bit. Playing at the Whistler, November 15th, um, with my good friend Nicholas, um, a.k.a. Nick McMillan. He just dropped a really beautiful record, which I also played on. Mm -hmm. And then I think it's the 26th, um, I'm playing at Kitchen 17. Got quite a few shows coming up. 
We look forward to it. That is Pat Leary, a wonderfully talented pianist, talking about his new work, Volume 1, the first volume of many. I I hope hope so. (laughs) Thank you so much, Pat. Thank you very much for having me. Let's go out on one more from your new album, shall we? This is Elsewhere. This episode of The Reset Pod was produced and edited by Ethan Schwab, along with Linnea Dominic. Now, if you enjoy our interviews, don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. You won't want to miss our next one. That is it for today's pod. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk soon. <laughs>